Bourbon Real Talk, we're talking about the top 10 repurchased whiskeys. You ready to jump into it? Let's do it. Let's, Let's get go. right into it. Let's get right into it. Right now. All right, so the reason why this is important is because you guys are always trying to figure out what whiskey you should be buying. You're asking me what my daily drinker is. So what I did is I went out to Someone Say Whiskey and I crowdsourced what were the whiskeys that you have repurchased the most number of times. Yeah, okay? interesting results. Interesting results. So what was number one? Number one, I'm glad you asked. Oh, okay. I'm Well, sorry. actually, let's clarify. We're going from number 10 to number one. We want to build the suspense. Build the suspense. Yeah, so if you want to see what the most common answer was, you you're going to have to stick around to the end. But we're going to make it quick. We're going to make it quick. So, number 10. Number 10. Russell's Reserve. Russell's Reserve. Made by Wild Turkey. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get a cherry note on most wild turkey products. I agree. I did combine the uh, different Russell's uh, labels yeah. um, because some people voted for like the single barrel or some voted for the 10 year or whatever. Um, but this one came in number 10. Excellent product, great price, widely available. Um, every time I see a single barrel, I get one. Yeah, you can find the Russell's 10 usually sitting on any shelf uh, most oftentimes when you walk into a store. So it is. Strongly recommended. Strongly recommended. Number 10. What was number nine? Number nine. I'm glad you asked that because it is one of my favorites. Weller. Again, we combined a lot of the Yeah, the Weller Special Reserve, OWA. Yep. And honestly, I feel like you could kind of tell how long the people have been in the whiskey game by their answer. Mm -hmm. Because this used to be my number one. Right, because I, I would just, I always had a handle, I'd drink it all the time. And that's a screw top well. It's a screw top, I mean. That speaks to how long you've had that right. bottle on the when, when I get in, when I got into whiskey, like I would make cocktails out of this, right? And now it's like unobtainium. Yeah. So, but yeah, on this one, um, it is a weeded product. So I get more of a like citrus orange mm -hmm. kind of a flavor. Um, I actually get a little bit of cherry on this one, but um, I, I get some like sweet pipe tobacco notes as well. Um, this one's a little, little bit harder to find. In some areas, the Weller Special Reserve can be purchased anytime. That's the green label version of this. Yep. A um, little bit lower proof, a little bit lower on age. And so, a little bit lower price. A little bit lower price, yep. That's number nine. Number eight. Number eight. And again, combined from several. Combined the Maker's Mark 101, 46, Private Select. Boom, Maker's Mark quality product. Um, Bill Samuels created this. Bill Samuels Jr. helped to develop their stave program by working with some of the um, barrel companies that focus on the wine industry yep. because they had awesome. they had some technology and information um, and so some of these versions are the same thing as the regular makers but they do a little secondary aging with some staves uh, flavor compounds in this I get a lot of uh, orange and vanilla so great product great price easy to find available in bars what do we have next moving right along now this is a staple for me for sure and that is 1792. Yes, a 
again, combined the single barrel, bottom bond, and full proof boats. All the same whiskey, just different proofs, different ages. Uh, made at Barton Distillery. Yep. 1792 is not the name of the distillery. I think that's one of the oldest distilleries in Barton. Barton. I, I, I believe so. They have, interestingly enough, a decommissioned still that is still in the center of the distillery that was put there by the U.S. government to help make grain neutral spirit for World War II effort. Yeah. Uh, get cherry and bananas on this. It's uh, bananas. It's bananas. For me, I get a medicinal cherry and yeah. often a bit of a smoke flavor because they get enough age on there to pull a little bit of smoke flavor out of that barrel. So mm -hmm. solid product, solid price, widely available. 10, 9, 8, 7. We're ready for number 6. Number 6? Do I have it or do you have it? I have it. Yes! And it is E-Dub. Williams bottled in bond excellent product bottle and bond Bernie lovers love him if you don't know him look him up um, he has helped to resurrect the bottle and bond whiskeys in the United States bottle and bond act first consumer protection law in US history 1897 uh, 1897 I had right. to look that up the last time you asked me that question and now it's ingrained in my mind yeah and then and then you didn't put it in the outtakes which I'm glad you didn't because I look like a jackass I think. <laughs> um, and so this one um, interesting this distillery unfortunately was destroyed by a fire years ago and they um, were helped out by their buddies over at Beam. Yes, mm -hmm. Heaven Hill makes this whiskey, had a fire. Beam, a competitor, helped them out because that's what whiskey's that's all what about. That's what whiskey is all about. And they ended up with Beam's yeast strain. And so now, since Beam kind of has this nutty flavor, a lot of Heaven Hill products have an, a nutty flavor. Mm -hmm. This one's like a, a, a nutty flavor with like a florally, yeasty kind of flavor uh, mixed in with it. But the price is so reasonable for the quality and age of this product and, and the proof. Unbelievable value. Yeah, and it's DSP number one. All right, whiskey lover, I know what you want for Christmas. You want that sweet, sweet Van Winkle. But guess what? You're not gonna get it because your loved one doesn't know how to find Van Winkle because it's freaking hard to find. So do you know what's gonna happen? Your loved one's gonna go to your local liquor store and someone's gonna trick them into buying some overpriced, non-distiller produced crap and they're gonna give it to you. And you're not gonna know how to respond on Christmas. And they're gonna be disappointed. And you're gonna be disappointed. So do you know what you should do? You should send your loved one over to bourbonrealtalk.com and get yourself an American Whiskey Aroma Kit. These aren't allocated. All you have to do is go over and buy one. And guess what? We've curated 36 custom scents for you to be able to develop your whiskey palette. And when you get this out with your friends and you start tasting whiskey and smelling these vials, you're gonna have so much fun, you're not gonna know what to do with yourself. So, save yourself the embarrassment. Save your loved one the embarrassment. And head over to bourbonrealtalk.com right now and get yourself an American Whiskey Aroma Kit and that way you can have a happy Christmas. And the reason why I'm a little bit surprised is because this is not easy to buy everywhere. No, it's not. And again, it goes back to the Old Testament of if you voted for this, chances are you've been drinking a little while. Been drinking a little while. Buffalo Trace has um, three bourbon mash bills, uh, mash bill one and two, and then their weeded mash bill. This is Buffalo Trace mash bill one. They make this into E.H. Taylor and Eagle Rare and George C. Stagg and Stagg Jr. and Benchmark and a bunch of other brands. 
And when this whiskey's young, like this would be, because this is the lowest level that they make um, mm -hmm. in terms of aging, um, it, it tastes more grapey to me. But yeah. excellent whiskey, great flavor. But number four, three, two, and one are all fairly surprising to me. Of course, number four being my favorite. I was excited this one made it. Yes. Old Forester, 1920. One person that voted for the Signature Series 100 Proof. I threw it all together, um, but this one deserves to make it, I feel like. This is my favorite uh, product that, that uh, Old Forster makes. Absolutely. What's it taste like? Uh, to me, it tastes like a dessert banana Foster's. Yeah. Caramelized bananas for days. Oh my gosh, that's what I have in my glass right now. Can you? You can probably you smell. Should, yeah, banana just think about from like where you're at. Yeah, like a banana that's like been browned with a oh, torch, yes. just a little, right? Mm, flambéed. Flambéed. It's delicious. This is amazing. Yes, yes. I love, love that it. whiskey. Glad that made it. And now we are down to the number three. Three and EC. EC. Elijah Craig, what what? And again, combining all the offerings that they were mentioned, the barrel proof and the toasted. You know what? That. No one said toasted. No one said any of the the weird stuff. No one said Elijah Craig rye. Yeah. Um, barrel proof, right? The barrel proof in the small batch. Yeah. And sometimes people just said EC or Elijah Craig, so I assume that they meant the small yeah. batch. I don't know. So we combine those. Elijah Craig, another Heaven Hill product. Uh, this one's interesting. Um, get a lot of vanilla, a lot of vanilla um, again, being me, so nutty, but there's some fruit flavors in here that make this one kind of taste like a PB and J to me, like a peanut butter and jelly, but like you didn't know what jelly it was, right? Yeah. So it's like that sweeter vanilla peanut butter flavor mixed with some fruits. Um, and, but widely available. If you go to a store, they don't have it. You could ask them. I'm sure they can get it from the warehouse. Yeah. This one's not on allocation yet. So number two. My personal favorite. This was my vote. Wild Turkey 101. And I, for good reason. Yes. Okay? I'm not disagreeing. Okay. Now we'll get to this because there are several that I think should have been on this table that aren't. Mm -hmm. But I don't disagree that Wild Turkey 101 is absolutely a It staple. deserves a space. And here's why. It's so inexpensive and it's so widely available that this is a, a type of whiskey that you can make it in cocktails. Mm -hmm. You can drink it neat if you like it on ice, whatever. It can hold up to almost anything and you don't feel bad about it because you're not gonna have a hard time replacing it. For me, I get a cherry note. Um, this is distilled at the Wild Turkey Distillery. They do have other offerings that they make out of this whiskey, including the Russells. Which um, got so much love. It which got so much space. love. It deserved its own space. Mm -hmm. um, do you think they're ready for number one? I. Am ready for number one. I am actually surprised. I am that this too. Was I told one. you how surprised. And I this was. is going to piss some of you off, and I apologize yep. that. But number one was Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare was number one. Now I feel like if you've bought more Eagle Rare than any other whiskey, you've been drinking whiskey for a while. Yeah, and this stuff right here is one of those things that was just anybody could go buy under 30 bucks. Same thing with OWA. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I when I, I started collecting in 2014, I don't think I saw these disappearing off the shelves until like 18 yeah. or something, maybe 19. And and 
you know, Eagle Rare's the last bastion because it's an age-stated, um, inexpensive bottle. I mean, it's a 10-year whiskey that I think the average price is around 33 bucks when you find a 750. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty happy to pay $10 per year of aging, right? Yeah. So yeah. To, to me, this is nearly a $100 bottle for 33 bucks. That's why it's so popular. Yeah. But, you know, if you've been around for a while, this was a lot of people's daily drinker. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. I will tell you, this one was never my favorite. And back in the day when it was readily available, I didn't really drink very much of it, which is strange because I love Georgie Stag. I love E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. But there's just something about this flavor profile that never really hit it for me. Yeah. So, but um, there you have it, folks. Those are the votes. Now, let's get to just a couple. Mm-hmm. And we're surprised uh, to call them all honorable mentions, if you will. Sure. Uh, some that got some love. They got a lot of love, but they didn't find themselves on this list. And I was surprised by Woodford Reserve. I thought yeah. there would be a lot more uh, contention for maybe even a top five spot. So to see it kind of fall in, probably 12, 13-ish, 14-ish. Yeah, it almost made the top 10. I did combine the Woodford uh, Reserve with the Woodford Double Oak mm-hmm. votes. And it was close. It was, yeah. you know, like I said, number 11, 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there. Um, I was a little surprised that one didn't make the top 10. But when I look at what's up here on the table, I'm like, well, what would I knock off of here for Woodford Reserve? I'm like, I'm not sure that I would. I mean, right. I would rather drink Woodford than the Evan Williams yeah. bottle and bond. But when you consider price, now all of a sudden That's you're true. like, okay, yeah. uh, that makes sense. This one probably should be a more frequent repurchase because Woodford's a little more of a luxury product. Yeah. Um, Rare Breed did well. Four Roses, I wish they had made the top 10. They oh, almost yeah. did. Yeah, close. I buy tons of Four Roses, Small Batch. Um, Smoke Wagon actually did well. Yeah, that's surprising. Which is weird because, I mean, I can never find Smoke Wagon. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, and it's not easy. They have not been um, in, distributed in Texas for very long. Most of our members are in Texas. Mm-hmm. And since they've been here, they've been pretty popular. So I, I, I really don't know. No. Yeah. Um, but Jack Daniels, another one I'm surprised didn't. Uh, Jack Daniels did get a lot of votes, but I think that a lot of whiskey aficionados, you know, they probably drank a lot of Jack Daniels Black Label back in the day, mm-hmm. but but now they think like, oh, I'm I've moved past that. The single barrel stuff. But we got amazing. a bunch of single barrel and barrel proof votes as well. Okay. That one was probably up there. A little surprised old granddad didn't crop crack uh, crack into the top ten. Um, old granddad is value. Basil Hayden, right? Yeah. I mean, Basil Hayden's 80 proof, average six years. Old Granddad is either 100 or 114 proof, depending on which version you buy, and an average of eight years. So if you want to yeah. pay more money for watered-down whiskey that's younger, you get Basil Hayden. Yep, go for um, it. If, or, or you can you can just get the Old Granddad. And, and Iron Root did surprisingly well. Well, I mean, This is a craft, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's cool. I, I love the love that they uh, got during this poll. But here you have it. I mean, it's the top 10 shelfers that you find on most whiskey collectors repeat buy list and stuff that they're going to grab off the shelf when they see it um i i guess i can't complain i would put all of these on my shelf and rebuy them anytime yeah i've bought every one of these multiple times so awesome so if you are just tuning into the channel for the first time i'd like to welcome you and let you know that this channel is about connecting people through whiskey whiskey has an amazing power to bring people together and that's something that's Vitally important to me as an individual because unfortunately I lost a loved one to suicide in 2014. And as I started to search for ways to, you know, kind of make sense of his death and and maybe help other people avoid that, 
um, I started to realize that whiskey has this supernatural power almost to connect people. And I decided if I could get people connected to whiskey, the whiskey would do the rest of the job and get people connected to each other. And so that's what this channel's about. Um, as I delve deeper into, you know, the whiskey world, you get involved in social media. And if you're on social media, you know that unfortunately there is a negative side and that's where people are hateful to one another for, you know, they have differing views or whatever the case may be. And people feel comfortable being ugly to each other online because of the anonymity provided by that computer screen. But that made me realize that if someone can be ugly to you and they don't know you, it's just as easy for me to love you, even though I don't know you. And that's why I end every podcast the same way, and that's this. If you woke up this morning and you were unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that I love you. And I'll see you next time on Burger and Talk. Cheers. Cheers, man. I talk too much. And Your shirt should say, I drink and, and I, I know things so i talk a whole hell of a lot a whole about a lot about them and so we have to re-record because that was 30 minutes and it should have been 15 so no you helped okay. i talked a little bit you talked a wee bit a wee bit a wee bit all right let's gonna we're gonna make this one quick we're gonna make it quick what's going on bourbon real talk family are we gonna redo the intro <laughs> i don't know all right what well, was the intro i don't even remember okay uh, Ready?